There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Give it to me! Hey everyone, I'm Molly Wood. Oh, hi everybody. I'm Tom Merritt. Welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you, where producer Rich keeps writing these intros as if he hopes I am going to sing. Well, now he has landed on Prince. So look out, world. It's the weekly podcast supported by you where I was dreaming when I wrote this. Forgive me if it goes astray. But when I woke up this morning, could have sworn it was judgment day. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, it's good to be here, Prince. Yeah, yeah. Didn't sound as good as I was hoping. It sounded better in my mind. Oh, I don't know. Sounded pretty darn good to me. (laughs) Rich, you're the best. I am going to begin our things today with an aspirational thing. Okay. Uh, I I marked this down. I may have alluded to it in our bullpen episode recently. I marked this down on October 17th when Simu Liu tweeted, animal rescue videos are my algorithm. And I thought, that's clever. Mm -hmm. That's clever. Mm -hmm. Algorithm meaning like the thing that is meant to please me, that exists, you know, targeted at me. Right. Uh huh. Good one. It hasn't caught on. I haven't seen anybody else doing it. I'm not saying no one else is doing it, but I have not seen it out, out in the wild anywhere else. Oh, so you're planting. I, I, you're thing planting. But I, I kind of am. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of like this. I'm like, yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's retake the word algorithm. <laughs> it's kind of like a fun techie bastardization of it's my jam. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, or um, the uh, the the thing that if you're trying to be respectful, you will, you'll try not to say uh, my spirit animal, because some people actually have spirit animals as part of their religion. And and so I have been educated that like, hey, maybe just don't throw that around because that's, you know, part of my religion. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But there's a there's a thing to that where you're like, yeah, but. I want a phrase for like, this is my jam. This is my inspiration. This, this is my algorithm. And kind of also that. kind of like my filter bubble and my whatever. Yeah. Oh, I like it. Okay. I, you know what? I'm going to allow this thing seeding. As you can see, I'm still Thank in a you. judging kind of mood. For- yes. No, carry on. <laughs> From justice, the bullpen episode. <laughs> but I like it. I like it. Sometimes we can thing seed. And this one, and be, I, this one I should catch on. I create it. Right. I'm yeah. identifying... Yeah. Uh, a trendsetter, Simu Lu, star of Shang-Chi and Kim's Convenience, uh, saying it out there. Yeah. So, yeah. Ooh, I like it. Okay, everyone. You have your marching orders. Thing it up. <laughs> yeah, hopefully it's a thing is your algorithm. <laughs> um, if not, make it so. So I, uh, I went out. I went on a trip. Do you remember in the old days where you would go on a trip and you would discover things? Yes. The... This is, oh, there's a word, tra- tra- traveling? Travel? I did some traveling to the East Coast for some Ooh, leaf wow. peeping. Far. 
which is a thing. <laughs> Some foliage looking. Ah, yes. Yep. Nice. And I discovered, as I do as a professional observer, that mm-hmm. a lot of people in New England were doing this uh, one, the one specific thing as part of their decor. And that would be that they would have like a bunch of pumpkins and some harvest looking, mm-hmm. you know, fall decor type stuff. Okay. And then yeah. a pot of flowers, usually yellow. But so this is red. a specially selected pot of flowers, not a pot of flowers that's always sitting there. No, it yeah. is huh. a very specific pot of flowers for seasonal decorating and after much uh, variation of searching. And I, I figured out that a lot of them are chrysanthemums, mums, as they call them, that in fact, it is a specific type of New England decorating known as the fall porch plant. Porch plant. Porch plant. It's I a love thing. This. And you would, and it uh, looks so charming. You almost can't <laughs> even believe it. You cannot believe the charm. It's just like little Joe wants of- to know if they were all sitting or were some also hanging? Nope. Nope. None of them were hanging because they're kind of okay. like they're nestled up next to the pumpkins or they're, you know, kind of like there mm-hmm. might be one on each side. There would be like two different pots. And a lot of them were in like temporary pots. Like it's very clear that much like poinsettias at Christmas, mm. you buy them for this purpose of being a fall porch pot. You're in front of the, the, I don't know what the chain is, giant eagle. I don't know. Uh, but you're in front of the grocery store and you, and you pick up a porch plant totally. to go with your pumpkin. Yeah. yeah. I could see that. I mean, there, and if you put in like fall porch plant, you will just get a million photos of like decorative because it's decorative gourd season. Emmer is the best article that McSweeney's has ever written. And you'll get all these photos of like, chrysanthemums in different colors and then like a bunch of decorative gourds and maybe some like wheat stalks and some pumpkins. And for whatever reason in New Hampshire and Connecticut, where I was primarily and a little bit in Massachusetts, even they, the yellow chrysanthemums seem to be the favorite New England fall entryway on eve on evenings. When a frost is expected, cover the plants with a blanket to Dude, avoid freezing and remove the blanket in the morning. So New England, yeah. I mean, it is so New England, so freaking LL bean looking, but I oh, just yeah. could not believe how like consistently it occurred. And now I want to know from you because I am a cowgirl. Like, I don't know anything about the, like, I want to know if this has been an ongoing thing and everybody's been doing it for decades. If like it's new ish. I mean, I definitely found an article about it, you know, recommending the, the best porch plants for 2021. So it's, it's enough of an ongoing thing that people are still like, Oh, you can get these. Maybe it's because chrysanthemums bloom in the fall. I don't know. But like, thank God I have, it's a thing because I spent way too much time searching for information. (laughs) I I frankly have talked about it more than it even deserves at this point, but I can't stop. I last lived in Illinois in 1993. (laughs) Uh, and Illinois is not New England, so that that's where my wellspring of knowledge has limits. I definitely know about porch plants as a as a thing you have, but not as a decorative thing, not as a seasonal thing. I mean, my grandma would plant mums and yeah. grow them in her in her you know little little flower garden, uh, but I, I don't remember it being like, oh yeah, you you get you get the yellow mums, you put them on you know during October November. 
and then they go go away. I guess not. Situation. In fact, Joe yeah. says that my West Coast shows and even calling them chrysanthemums because mums in the fall, he says, have been a thing since my childhood in Rhode Island. But were they in porch pots? That's what I want to know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Were they decor? Yeah. Was decorative kale a part of the equation, as (laughs) NewEngland.com asserts that it is? Decorative kale. Anyway, I love it. It it, it could not be cuter. I want to start embracing autumn flowers out here where we have perpetual drought. It's like all succulents all the time. And Yeah. I have a porch succulent. Yeah. I have succulents in the ground, but I also have a succulent in a pot that was here when we moved in, and I've just kept it alive. Totally. Exactly. And then apparently on the East Coast, those are considered somewhat special because according to Etsy, I could get a lot of money for any given. Oh, really? Like, yeah, I've got all these like succulents that people sell on Etsy. Maybe we should just both retire and become succulent farmers. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. Also, this could be my future. If you ever become a patron of this show and join the Discord Discord Live, this will be one of those episodes where I literally just bombard you with photos. <laughs> because it's photos so freaking of, of cute. Porch plants everywhere. <laughs> it's really true, Ozzy Lee. It's a thing. Finding plant things is a thing in itself. I'm I'm just, a side crazy note, think, thinking of uh, fall decorations uh, I usually am really good about getting into the grocery store and buying the Halloween decor while it's on sale after Halloween, right? November first. Yeah. That's yeah. when November fourth went to the grocery store all Christmas. Yeah. All holiday. Yeah. No nope. messing around at all. Halloween gone out of there. They got rid of it. It really so, it was brutal. You know what I didn't yeah. know too is that the day of Halloween. The candy's not on sale anymore. It's on sale the day before Halloween. Oh. But on Halloween, really? not on sale. Oh, because they want to get the last minute, folks. I guess so. Yeah. And then uh-huh. gouge them. Gouge yeah. away. <laughs> Is that a Pixies reference? You can gouge away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the best thing I've heard all week. That was a B-side. Um, that was a B-side. <laughs> amazing. Uh, well... I would like to amaze you uh, with something that I think has been bubbling under uh, for a couple of months. It just got to New York City in August. Uh, the crawfle. <laughs> oh, God. Not this again. is a croissant waffle. And the way you make it is you take a croissant. I think in some cases they're already baked. Uh, and then you just put it in a waffle iron and squish it down. And you make a toasted croissant waffle squishy thing, and then you season it up with, you know, berries and powdered sugar and whatever you want. And then you just Uh, wait for the millennials to line up. Yep. (laughs) And they do. And they do. (laughs) Oh, God, it's just embarrassing at this point. You know what did pretty well is that cronut thing. What can we invent? Yeah. I mean, this is basically... Somebody said, huh, well, I can't call it a cronut, and the cronut thing won't last forever, but I got all this croissant dough. <laughs> what so, do I do with I it? These, I got all these day-old croissants, and nobody wants now, those. listen, you may laugh, and you should, but it doesn't look bad. No, it's kind of good. I bet it's so chewy and delicious. There is a literally yeah. a place called the Croffle House. Uh-huh. Although, according to Eater, Eater.com, it's a Korean, a South Korean food fad. That's how I found out about it. Uh, I found course. out about it through mm-hmm. the uh, through the uh, BTS crowd because they made it on In the Soup. 
Wow. The market was very small in 2019. Now it's everywhere. It's the cronut. The croffle. Honestly, I would eat this. I mean, I, mean, I would eat a cronut too. I just wouldn't have gotten in line for it. They, you know what they've yeah, done you, though you, is they've put in too much stuff. Putting they've put in they went and put in too much stuff. You on don't here. have to put. You don't have to load load it up. No, I just and want, you can do savory ones too. Oh God, ham and cheese because it is a croissant. Yum. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want a ham and cheese croffle. That's the best part. Go to the store, buy some croissant dough, put it in. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's iron. what I like about this. The the hard part is you need the waffle iron, but if you've got the waffle iron, you're it make it totally. Done. You're easy. Like it's you hard don't have to, to get make some a special cronut mix. Yeah, exactly. I love this. I love this. Okay, now comes the thing that I uh, confidently predicted that no one would ever guess was going to be a thing here on it's a thing. However, it has been the subject of virtually nonstop conversation in um, my house and on my texts for the last, I don't know, at least month to six weeks because my boyfriend recently discovered and is obsessed with First Amendment police audits. And then it turned out I found a couple of news stories about them suggesting that they are in fact a recent, a relatively recent development that seems to be spreading. Now, let me explain what in the bejesus I'm yeah, talking well, about. I was, that was going to be my question. Yes. What is a First Amendment police audit? So a First Amendment police audit is a recorded video in which someone tests not only in some ways the right to film in public spaces. They they start filming in public spaces essentially to in, invite a confrontation with police and then they test the police's knowledge of, of essentially civil rights mm-hmm. because, you know, the police will come up and say, like, I need to see your and, and some people will do it with with traffic stops or um, drunk driving checkpoints, because what they're saying is like most police don't know, you know, your civil rights and violate them with impunity. And that there are, in fact, certain things and certain, you know, lawsuits and precedents that mean that you don't have to comply with certain orders. You don't have to, you know, show, you know, like if a police, if you're the simplest example is if you are the person filming in a public space and a police officer comes up to you and says, like, what are you doing? Can I see your ID? You can say no. Like, you could just be like, I'm filming in a public place. And then they, and they engage in these confrontations that, you know, some of, some of them are pretty calm and they'll just be like, well, and I know this because my darling boyfriend just repeats them over and over. Like, (laughs) am I, am I being detained? Am I under arrest? Like, there are these sort of certain phrases that you say that, you know, police who know your rights are supposed to respond to and like de-escalate and walk away. They'll be like, you know, are you familiar with the concept of qualified immunity? You have violated that concept because you, I am not a danger to you and you are still behaving as though I am. I mean, I cannot deal with them at all because they're like so confrontational and I just find it really, really, really uncomfortable and weird, but apparently they are becoming common enough and people consider them activism because there's been so much like police abuse that Police departments across the country are having to do trainings about how Mm. to respond to them, which actually sort of doesn't seem like a bad thing. 
If the trainings are like, let me remind you that someone filming in a public place, uh, that's legal and you can't arrest them and you can't demand their ID. And, you know, that's sort of useful. Um, And also it's become like almost like a creator thing. Like there's a New York Post story about a guy who has made a bunch of money. Like he made $8,000 as a quote Mm -hmm. auditor. Yeah. And he says, I have not, I mean, you know, any creator is doing that, but yes, like they're, they're inciting confrontations with police for clicks, which is not ideal. But he also was like, I think there are more police officers who don't honor their oath to the constitution. I'm exercising my rights and I'm, you know, trying to push for transparency and get clicks. Yeah. I don't love this. No. Uh, the only, the only part of, of, of what you, what you said that, that I can get behind is, is the idea that it raised awareness of, uh, police training, you know, and the needs to be like, okay, here's the line. Here's, here's what the civil rights are. Um, but it, it feels like reverse entrapment. I, and I know it's not legally entrapment because these aren't law enforcement officers or anything, yeah. but, uh, but you know, and, and the fact that it's going for clicks, uh, gives me indigestion. Um, mm, yeah. I mean, I think it's kind of one of those I, things where like all of these factors are true at the same time. Like, yeah, people right. have, you know, certainly gotten to the point where like there are a lot of police who are not aware of the basic rights that citizens have or don't care. And these videos actually make that abundantly evident and it is concerning. And so there is, sure. there may be value in them beyond. They're also not a scientific sample and they're meant to provoke the worst behavior, right? That's the aim. Uh, they, they, they can suffer from the man on the street phenomenon, which is, uh, you know, uh, and this is a harmless version of this, but you go out on the street and you ask a hundred people a question until you get three dumb answers and you only sure. show the three dumb answers, show sure. how dumb people are. Right. Yeah. Uh, so we're not seeing the videos of the cops who do it right. We're only seeing the ones that are doing it wrong. Uh, it did make me wonder, Joe, oh, no. Joe said there are tons the- of videos of people who do it right too. I mean, the, oh, the ones good. who are like the ones who are yeah. essentially professional or semi-professional auditors, they post them all. And it is okay. fascinating to see. Mm-hmm. It's really fascinating to see how many, you know, like there are certainly officers who are like, oh, yeah, no, 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 you're not being detained. You know, I'd appreciate it if you could just like stay over there or like makes people nervous or whatever. And then the auditors the you know, the ones who are, quote unquote, the good ones will be like, you know, I really appreciate your service. Thanks for understanding my rights and yours. Like you're doing a great job. And then they send them on their way. So it's not, uh, you know, I think if ideally it's not always meant to provoke a confrontation. It's like a test. Is it ideal? No. Is policing in the U.S. ideal? No. Is it a thing? Yes. Like I pass no, I pass no value judgment on its existence other than to say it's a thing. It's definitely a thing. And Joe, Joe had the same uh, thought that I did in in our discord. Uh, If the police playing copyrighted music to try to keep video of them off of YouTube Mm -hmm. came because of this, right? Oh, no, I like, think it's, was it, well, whether, was, it partly was it a reaction to this. Yeah, it's a reaction I mean, to them continuously to be, getting but... filmed doing terrible things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is it a but, thing? Sigh, mm. yes, should indeed be a segment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's get to our feedback. And it's a thing dot me. Uh, shout out patron Aussie Lee Price wrote in with a trio of things. He has prepared things three ways for us today. Uh, wrote, good day, friends. Two things I've spotted and a question for you. I'm just an out-of-touch cynical Gen Xer, but is it just me 
or are, are the kids getting super into the occult and tarot cards in the last few months? Perhaps it's Halloween confirmation bias. What's your thing opinion? That's thing one. Do we want to weigh in? <laughs> yeah, let's weigh in. And yes, it's an easy one for sure. And we, outside of Halloween or just, just outside a, of Halloween, just didn't we? I thought we talked oh, about tarot cards, didn't we? Because like astrology yeah, and tarot cards, yeah, yeah, it's all gotten mm-hmm. really big. Yep. The kids are super into yeah, this. Yeah. Uh, secondly, please read this next sentence in your best impression of Mark Zuckerberg attempting to sound human. Brands seem to be Ugh. jumping the gun on going all in on the metaverse. Nike is already planning virtual merch. The only real surprise is that the word NFT isn't involved here as well. This cynical Gen Xer is reminded of brands jumping onto social networks like Ello within seconds of them launching without any rhyme or reason. <laughs> Nike is already planning virtual merch. I mean, he's um, not a human man anymore, right? Like we can agree on that. There's no I, way. I, I couldn't say, right? There's there is there a way of knowing? There's yeah. no way of knowing. There's no way there's of no knowing. earthly way of knowing. But there's also a question which is almost enough in and of itself. <laughs> mm, mm. And also, yes, they um, totally are. Uh brands are definitely jumping on the all in all on the metaverse. What I what I would counter uh Aussie Lee on this, and we talk about this a lot on Daily Tech News Show, is there is a real metaverse. It the efforts towards it existed before <laughs> Facebook became Meta, uh, and uh, NFTs are part of it. And not all NFTs are scams, and it's really hard to tell all of that right now. I mean, brands have been attempting to go in all in on digital merchandise for almost a decade now, right? The idea yeah. of digital goods that you buy and sell is real, sort of pre-existing. Um, it's already been adapted to virtual reality in some cases. I mean, you could say that they went all in on metaverse when they started putting ads in video games, right? Like it's just it, the only mm. question, it's all digital goods. The only question is how immersive it is or isn't. And their assumption and some here is like, goods are legit and popular. Like the NBA yeah. is, is going gangbusters on, oh, on digital merch. Totally. People are buying and selling digital, you know, I mean like usernames and little yeah. objects and in-game knives and, you know, dunks. And, <laughs> dunks apparently so yeah, yeah i mean to the extent that they're all in on the metaverse it's probably just like a just in case thing it's probably a negligible budget line for them yeah and meta the former company known as the facebook company uh is is trying to do what amazon did with drone delivery which is make everyone think of you when they think of it even though you haven't done anything mm, and other people have <laughs> nice totally you don't have, you never even say drone delivery anymore. You just say Amazon drone uh-huh. delivery. God. And they haven't done it at all, and other companies have. Oh, bug, that one bugs me. That yeah, one. Yeah, good one. Uh, finally, a question for you, Thing Spurts. There's apparently a THC infused <laughs> seltzer version of PBR. Oh, sweet that's Jesus. That's somehow been around for a year. Oh if more big brands get into THC seltzers, will it rescue the dwindling hard seltzer category, or are we doomed to monstrosities like the new Sonic? Hard seltzers. Okay, that is hysterical. <laughs> a uh, THC infused seltzer version of PBR is all the thing formation we need that we are living in the worst timeline. I know it seems like other Aussie things Lee are worse. We put a picture of a Sonic hard seltzer in our Discord um, as we read. Dear his God, email. it's called Melon Medley. <laughs> I can't even imagine anything grosser. I am an empty chair. It's thing bur- It's thing vana we've reached thing nirvana it's it, we're it, the the thing deer the nadir okay i'll stop charles wrote in with a thing formation <laughs> from our bullpen episode 
And I would just like to point out now that a lot of exclamation marks are involved here. Mm. Squishmallows are a thing. Now imagine like 30 exclamation points. So for real. And in fact, Charles says, we have four or five large ones in our house and we don't have any children living with us. <laughs> Respect. <laughs> nice. Nice thing information. Uh, TZ comes at us with a drink recipe. Thank you, TZ. And nice. a thing check. Uh, hello, Tom and Molly. I wanted to ask for a thing check after hearing you mention coffee martinis as a possible thing. I used to make them once or twice a year, mostly around the holidays. Since the pandemic and the upgrade from our Nespresso machine to a Jura coffee maker, I make them much more often. My wife and I were worried that we wouldn't be able to get pods for the Nespresso machine during lockdown. And with my wife working remotely, made it paramount for a good at-home cup of coffee. I've recently mentioned our Jura to a handful of clients and was surprised to find out that some of them also had a Jura <laughs> machine. Please thing check Jura then included the foresaid coffee martini recipe. Mm, it sounds delicious. Two shots of strong mm-hmm. espresso, otherwise known as ristretto if you're the person with the pods. Half an ounce of Makeo or Kahlua, half an ounce of Tia Maria, and as much vodka as you need to get through another day of the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, you know what? I'm making this my Christmas drink. I'm doing it. I may make this hold the Tia Maria Kahlua Ristretto. <laughs> it's just a big glass of vodka. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh-huh. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, Jim on booing. Hey, guys. Mm booing someone in the days leading up to Halloween by leaving candy on their doorstep, ringing the doorbell. Oh, I get it. Like boo, boo, like that. Not like you suck. Got Got it. By leaving candy on their doorstep, ringing the doorbell and dashing off before they can see you has been part of Halloween in my Long Island neighborhood for at least 10 years now. It has actually evolved to where adults are doing it to each other, leaving beer and alcohol instead of candy. Oh, it's like May Day, (laughs) but Halloween. Yeah, it's cute. I mean, it's cute if your community's all in on it. Let's put it that way. Yes. might be hard to get the, the ball rolling on this in a community that's not used to it. In COVID time, it's kind of great, though. You just, you know, yeah, ring doorbell, yeah. leave. Definitely. Love it. Uh, Shannon Kay wrote in on One True and Halloween. Uh, when Tom mentioned OT meaning One True, the first thing I thought of was OTP, which stands for One True Pairing, usually used in fandoms. OTP is used to denote your favorite ships, short for relationships. For example, if I'm a fan of Anne of Green Gables, which I am, my OTP might be Anne slash Gilbert, which it is. This <laughs> This is not very controversial for stories with one main romance and no real competition, but it gets more dramatic when you have love triangles and the like. I've been familiar with the OTP slang for probably 15 to 20 years. I'm guessing that OT by itself for something like your favorite member of a K-pop band may be an offshoot of its use in fandom, mm. but I cannot verify its origin. I can't verify that either, Shannon, but it makes perfect sense. Gosh, Those yeah. fandoms like blend right into one another. Uh, Halloween trunk or treats are in fact everywhere. And they're now happening throughout the month of October. I'm writing this on October 29th. We've already been invited to two trunk or treat events this year from my daughter's dance studio and her school, which is a virtual Academy. And I drove past a trunk or treat happening at a nearby preschool this morning. Wow. We've attended trunk or treat events since my oldest daughter, now 10 was a baby, but now it seems like every school and church is having a trunk or treat plus other community groups that you might not expect like the dance studio i think we're at peak trunk or treat it's a thing <laughs> Damn. i forgot that we even talked about trunk or treat as a thing it has become so pervasive it i just is. hear people talking about it yeah yeah it's like air it's that level of mm. thing man yeah I, shannon is such a thd like she is such really a is. high level thing spotter 
And eclectic yeah. in her interests. Shannon, you she are may a be fun a THD person. laureate or something. She I might be. Yeah. Yeah. She's like she's got like a post back and thing watching, whatever. Um, and then finally, on a slightly different note about a thing that's been a little bit of a thing for me, Aaron wrote in with a message to Molly and said to me, that's me. I heard your Hi. announcement on that other awesome podcast today, Make Me Smart and Say It Ain't So. That announcement, for those of you who missed it, whew, is that I'm leaving Marketplace at the end of the month to uh, totally do a career change. There will still be a podcast, but I'll be becoming an investor. And uh, Aaron wrote in to say, please say you and Tom will still be thinking well into the future. Losing you off the air entirely is too much. But in all serious, good luck on your new endeavors. Go out there and fix the world. Aaron, don't panic. In fact, I'm such a jerk. I didn't really even bother to tell Tom and, and Rich because I was just like, well, it's a thing. It's not going anywhere. It doesn't really matter yeah. to them at all. Molly starts texting me in a panic yesterday <laughs> while, while I'm doing sword and laser with Veronica Velbond. Uh, like, and so I'm like, I don't know what she's talking about because I haven't been on Twitter, uh, in a minute. Uh, and so that was, it was funny. Uh, but yes, congratulations. That's awesome. This Thank is super you. exciting. I'm super excited for you. I'm super excited. And everyone who is a fan of make me smart should know that, well, that show will also go on, but then I will still be doing a podcast. Like I'm going to this week in startups with Jason Calacanis. So there will be a daily podcast for everybody to listen to. Cause I'm going to co-host that in addition to investing in what I hope will be some game changing climate tech. Um, but more importantly, Guys, we, we still have it. Don't you worry. Don't you worry your pretty little heads. It's a thing. Ain't going anywhere. It's a thing. You can't ain't going stop anywhere. the things. If anything, you're really going to want to get the bonus episodes because uh, I know Molly would never divulge any confidential information, but <laughs> the stories. It is, that world is going to is a whole. It's a whole I new I cannot world. help to think that even the ones you can tell will be fascinating. A whole new yeah it's a it's a weird little world i'm joining a weird little club yep. friends yep yep oh man this yes. is gonna be so fun <laughs> all right let's get to our shout outs uh based on a huffpo listicle called the ultimate list of 13 things that need to stay in 2013 this is incredible this is incredible also that's very exciting because it suggests we have 13 patrons wow no kidding. Right? That's great. Who support yeah. us. At I was like, why 2013? The That's shout why. out level. 13 patrons. Absolutely incredible. Oh, listicles. All right. I'll kick us off with Morris Jones. We've all taken enough Morris Jones this year that we'll never, ever be able to forget how our face looked in 2013. <laughs> <laughs> the Benjamin Forrest shake. Benjamin Forrest reminds me of being in elementary school and playing a game of freeze dance. Benjamin Forrest is an upright pregame for Lee Price. Lee Pricing? When I first saw this patron, I thought it was just one big spelling error. And since my, <laughs> friends, and since my friends gave up trying to explain what he actually was, I turned to UrbanDictionary.com to learn more about this crazy little thing called Lee Price. <laughs> my Kevin Sill finds, why does he need to roll over? I don't, I don't even remember what, I don't those remember what this could possibly be. I need the I need the original list for Eric comparison. Duncan, as my expanding waistline can still account for, the mixing of Eric and Duncan with podcasts and Patreon is not good for anyone's acid reflux problems. <laughs> what does Jake Wood say? Oh, I get this one. Yeah. Ring ding 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 ding
Yep. yep. <laughs> now that we all know the answer to this, let's all move on. Gabrielle Cohen, patrons are scary enough living in the water, and L.A. is scary enough without having patrons on land. <laughs> I don't know. The Miranda Janelle shutdown. When there's a disagreement at work, you figure it out and find a solution because that's what you're hired for and get paid to do, right? <laughs> Andrew Bradley. Popped an Andrew Bradley, you stupid. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> Joe Hood, who sent me this message on J-Date. Hi J-date. there. J-Date. I was intrigued by your profile. In other words, I looked at your pictures and thought you were kind of cute. <laughs> oh my God, J-Date? Uh, Louis St. Amour and his tongue. When I was a kid and my mom told me I couldn't have any dessert, I'd come back at her with the most horrendous squished up face that I could come up with. And she'd say, if you keep doing that, your face will get stuck like that. I bet the same is true when you stick your tongue out like that, Louie. So please be careful, babe. <laughs> Mike Aiken's Care website. The White House is all like, don't worry, we have this whole fixing the Mike Aiken's Care website under control. We plan on finding the best tech experts to get their hands on fixing the glitches of the site. <laughs> oh, I know that one. That one I got. Uh, I got that one. And James C. Smith, May 2014, bring us patrons that read more like articles than grocery lists. <laughs> oh, have you? Po- okay, thank God. Rich posted the original list for cross-referencing for us. Okay, it was selfies, number one. Ah. We've taken enough, taken enough Morris uh-huh. Jones that we can't forget what our face looks like. <laughs> <laughs> the Harlem Shake. The Harlem Shake. I got that one, actually. Oh, twerking. Twerking was the one big spelling error. And then what was it? library finds was a thing? I don't know. I guess so. But oh, apparently Sharknado. They, yeah, I thought that enough. might be. Okay. Okay. I thought Government that might be Sharknado. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Popped a Molly. <laughs> that was Molly. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> the JD one still gets me. Oh my god! Oh, it was Miley Cyrus's tongue. Oh yeah, she does stick her tongue out like that all the time, oh, yeah. okay. or did. Right. And yep. then indeed, yep. thirteen, the listicle. Ha ha ha! Indeed, we're tired indeed. of listicles. Wow, that was brilliant and fun and amazing. You make that happen by you becoming do. a patron at the top level. All you thirteen of you do. Thank you for that. I'm Thank not you blaming for you. Everyone who supports the show at any amount, we appreciate you so much. That's the reason we ain't going anywhere. Patreon.com slash it's a thing. Also email us those things. Keep them coming. This was a good batch today. Thank you for batch. that feedback at it's a thing dot me. See you next week. Bye. 